0: Hey guys, Lacey Nelson here with Nelson Management Strategies, and today we're going to hit the nutrition topic. How to eat better, how to feel better, to turn burnout around, and even preventing burnout. Nutrition is such a big piece. And if you clicked on this podcast today, it probably sucked you in because I titled it something about a diet and I did that very intentionally because we are drawn to fads and quick fixes and we want the simple one, two, three, follow this step for a certain amount of days and magically weight will fall off. We are so drawn to that. It's it's what makes up a large portion of the diet industry, which is a billion dollar industry in America. And all over the world, actually. However, um, I am here to let you know today that we overcomplicate this nutrition thing all of the time. We make it way more complicated than it needs to be, and it usually ends up compounding our frustrations, and I'm going to dig into that in a minute. But first, I want to talk about some signs that your nutrition might be contributing to your burnout. If you'll remember in the previous two podcasts, if you haven't listened to those yet, do that. It's about identifying burnout first of all am I burning out and then talking about sleep we address the fact that a lot of the symptoms of burnout overlap with the symptoms of having poor nutrition poor sleep and poor exercise habits and one of the key symptoms that your nutrition might not be where it needs to be, besides the fact that, you know, your pants are fitting a little tight, maybe things that used to look pretty good on you don't, you don't like the way they, they fall on your body anymore. There's those cues. Um, it also is just having low energy. So that midday slump isn't just a slump, it's a crash. Or you just really do not feel like you have much to give after a certain point in the afternoon. Or maybe it's the getting up that's really hard. You're not sleeping well. So because you're not sleeping well, you're caffeinating and often craving sugar. Our brains crave sugar when we're tired. It's that quick energy source. We want it. And uh, the cycle continues. We don't sleep well again because we were over-caffeinated the day before and our energy levels are just terrible. And how do we get off of this crazy train? Well, thankfully, it's easier uh, than we like to make it out to be as an industry. Um, I am here to let you know that there are some simple things you can address first in your nutrition to start getting off the crazy train of burnout and also not fall prey to the latest fad just because your friend is doing it or your neighbor's doing it and it's working for them. What you need to first think about when it comes to nutrition is sustainability. And let's not call it a diet because diets are typically something we mentally think of as temporary we want to think about finding baseline nutrition that we can go back to most of the time to feel our best. It's how we should be eating most of the time, not for six weeks, not for 21 days, not even just for three months. It's your forever baseline diet of what makes you feel your best. The thing that you always return to, as the baseline for your optimum health and it's not a fad what happens is when we're feeling so awful we tend to want a fix that we think is gonna work and so we go extreme because we're ready for extreme change so we do just a 180 with our diet and completely switch up how we're eating and then wonder why three weeks two months down the road oh, we don't eat that way anymore. Or slowly those habits start to creep back in and we're back to our traditional baseline, which is definitely sustainable, but not making us feel great. So maybe it's way more fast food than we should be eating. Maybe it's not consistently making good choices in the grocery store. Maybe it's we're not eating enough vegetables. We're eating too much junk. So I'm going to break it down and give you some really concrete things to think about and analyze in your nutrition That, and then some easy changes that you can make a little bit at a time that are going to be, here's the key, sustainable over time. So first off, before you change anything else in how you're eating, I want you to assess, are you drinking enough water? Most of us don't drink enough water in the day I want you to pick a favorite container that holds roughly 16 ounces and I want you to try to drink four To six of those a day. I know right you're like that is so much water You don't have to do it all at once start with adding maybe one more than you're already drinking and then a goal to increase it over time add more water Here's another quick check. If you're drinking more coffee than you're drinking water in the day, you're not drinking enough water. If you're drinking more alcohol than you're drinking water in the day, you're definitely not drinking enough water. Um, You can flavor your water, put a lemon in it, put something in it that uh, just encourages you to drink more of it, not something with, with calories and sugar though, something that just encourages you to drink more of the water. Second thing you can think about that's really easy before you change anything, take away anything that you're eating, is are you getting enough omega-3 fatty acids? So what does that mean? Um, The answer is probably no, because most of us don't, unless we supplement with a fish oil. Um, Algae oil also works, but fish oil is easy to find, it's cheap, and what those do is they help us to have mental clarity. They do all, I will not bore you with all the science, but they do all kinds of great things in our brain. If you're interested, Google it, research it. It's proven to help us. There's been some fascinating studies. They've actually given um, people in, in London that were imprisoned in London. They gave the prisoners omega-3s, and it reduced the level of violence and behavior outbursts in the prison just by introducing omega-3s by 35% in the prison population. So fascinating so interesting. And um, they're not that expensive. So add some fish oil to your diet every day. Start taking a fish oil pill and drinking more water and see if you start to feel better. Those things are simple, quick things that you can add that um, are going to be sustainable and not massive, huge changes all at once. Now, if you're to the point where you're maybe you're drinking already drinking more water and you take a fish oil, you get your omega-3s, and you know, or maybe you know, yeah, my nutrition though is so off base, I really need to start thinking a little bit more about that, about what I'm eating and what I'm putting into my body. So let's talk about that. First of all, most people do great on finding a solid, multi-different uh, range of foods that they eat, they that they can put into their body on a sustainable basis for the rest of their lives, they do just fine. Now, there are some people that benefit from very specific diets, um, and and they may have medical issues, and they need to have those diets. Absolutely. Work with a registered dietitian. I'm not going to argue that there is a benefit for some people to have a very specialized diet. However, if you are most of the population, that is not necessary for you to feel good, and Operate at your physical best. So, let's talk about what does a solid baseline nutrition look like for most of the population. It's pretty simple, really. It's it's we like to overcomplicate it um, and make things crazy, but it's really are you eating enough healthy carbs, healthy fat, and lean protein and vegetables every day? Most of us aren't. Women, we tend to under-eat protein. So first, let's talk about protein. Everybody hold up your hand in front of you. If you're a woman, you should be eating four times a day your palm size, width, and thickness serving of a lean protein. Men, you should be eating two lean protein servings, which are your hands, Four times a day, the palm of your hand, not your fingers. Those at uh, that as the baseline, and a lean protein is turkey, chicken, ninety um, percent lean beef, it's nonfat Greek yogurt, it's cottage cheese. There's a lot of ways to get in lean proteins. Now let's talk about healthy carbs. Carbs are a scary thing in our society. There's been a lot of information about low-carb this or we shouldn't eat that. Unless you've met with a registered dietitian and you are very confident that this is the best diet for you to avoid carbs altogether or cut them out entirely, I would challenge that a low-carb lifestyle led at the, the degree of discipline it has to be led at is not sustainable over time for most people. So... Carbs actually don't hurt us if we eat healthy ones, if we're not in a special population. They, If we eat healthy ones and we eat them in the right portions. So let's talk about that. Take your hand again. Make a small cup. You can have a small handful, cupful of carbs four times a day. And healthy carbs are brown rice, quinoa, a slice of multigrain bread. They're... Um, fruit is a healthy carb. So, if you're eating that portion four times a day for the most of the population, that's fine. But other things that we at that we do overeat carbs often because sugar is snuck into everything. So, if you're drinking a sugary drink, you're getting a whole bunch of carbs that aren't complex, they're simple. So, they work a little differently in absorption, but there you're getting a whole bunch of carbs in your body, sugar that your body Doesn't can't use it all, doesn't need it all. If you're drinking, they sneak into um, added sugars, sneak into all kinds of things, and they're found a lot in processed foods. So that's where an awareness of what am I eating, what am I putting into my body comes in really handy to like eyeball portions and make the cleanest simplest choices that you can and clean is kind of a weird word but just making the simplest healthiest choices of whole foods that haven't been processed that you can in the environment that you're in so that small handful um, for a man you get two woman you get one now let's talk about healthy fats what is a healthy fat and how much should we be eating For the majority of the population, four times a day, you should be eating one thumb-sized portion of fat. That's nuts. That's nut butter. That's olive oil. That's um, multiple different seeds. There's a lot of different ways to get healthy fats. This is stuff that's all very researchable. I currently am getting my um, nutritionist certification through Precision Nutrition, and I recommend Anything that comes out of Precision Nutrition is quality and research-based. It's a great place to look up information and Google Precision Nutrition and then look for what they're telling you around this. It's all research-based, it's backed with data. It's, it's not, they are not about the latest fad. And then um, one for a man, you get two thumb servings, four times a day. For a woman, you get one thumb serving four times a day. And vegetables, finally. A lot of us don't eat enough vegetables, which is why we also can be dragging because we're not getting all of the nutrients that we need um, in our food because we're not eating a diversified diet. We eat tend to eat a lot of the same things over and over again, and hardly any of us eat enough vegetables. We should be eating one at least one fistful size of vegetable vegetable servings with every meal for a man it's two for a woman it's one again these are baseline this is something to start with and then you can adjust up or down with how you're feeling how your clothes are fitting if you're satiated but it is a way for you to eyeball your food and eyeball your plate and think about what's going into your body are what are the ratios I even should be eating to find that healthy baseline and then once you found your healthy baseline and you know what that feels like to you, it takes a while. It's not quick. It's something that's gonna take a few a few months of eating consistently to even establish. And let's talk about the consistency. We have all probably been familiar with the 80 20 rule. What is the 80 20 rule? Now, I like to tell my people I work with to stick to to do an 85 15 rule. Why? Because we always underestimate how much we're eating and how well and overestimate how well we're doing and we overestimate overestimate how much we're moving. So by going 85 15 it gives us a little wiggle room for our human nature. But you need to be sticking to this 85% of the time. And in real numbers, what does that mean? That means that if you eat 28 times in a week so if you're eating four meals a day, or at four four times a day, and you then eat um, twenty eight of twenty eight times a week, twenty four of the times that you eat need to follow that profile. Twenty four times that food is hitting your mouth, it needs to be within that eyeballed plate using the hand the hand of of what your uh, body needs to function optimally. It should be about those ratios 24 times. That gives you a really good solid, like, okay, how many times, not days, it's not four days, it's four times of, of eating that that's going off the rails in a week. And it's okay to do that. We're human. We need to have that room in there. And that's what makes it sustainable. But it's also what makes it, also what makes it sustainable is we have a realistic understanding of what it should look like when we're eating that way. Um... Again, now, we don't want to get overwhelmed with a complete and total change. You can pick one of these areas and make changes over time. For instance, I often recommend people to start by just adding more vegetables to what you're eating. Add some vegetables. And by adding vegetables and being consistent about eating them, you're probably going to start eating less of the other stuff. Once you got the vegetable thing down, start paying more attention to your protein. However, if your energy is really low, maybe start with the protein. But if the vegetables, if the if the vegetables are down, then start paying attention to how much lean protein are you actually eating. And over time, make the adjustments you need to make to feel better and get closer to a sustainable, healthy baseline so you know how to eat your best to feel your best. And that when you do go on vacations and you do have holidays and you do have fun things girls nights out or or you know you're out for a night that you quickly can jump right back in and it, you haven't failed you haven't fallen off of any wagon you simply just have made a choice to eat differently, but you know where your baseline is and you're not floundering and feeling like you've got guilt and shame because you screwed up something and now you got to start all over. Nope. You know where that healthy baseline is. You made a choice and now you're going back to it and you have an awareness of where to even start to feel good. So I hope you have found these things helpful. I hope they have been not confusing. Um, they really eating healthy and eating to feel your best, we have overcomplicated it. And I hope this has brought some clarity to bringing it back to simple. Now, some people listening may have a few questions about, wait a minute, what about counting macros? What about nutrient timing? What about the more the more sophisticated ways of of if it fits your macros and counting that stuff? If you are not consistently eating healthfully, By eyeballing it 85% of the time, you are not ready to start going to the level of macro counting or nutrient timing. You're not there yet. You have to first establish a baseline of being able to eat in a healthful way most of the time before you're ready to make it even more complicated and complex. So really get that down first and then yeah, we can start looking at maybe if macro counting and nutrient timing makes sense, but be honest with yourself. If you're not at that 85% of consistent healthy eating, don't overcomplicate life. Just pick, up, pick one thing to work on to get towards that healthy plate and then consistently eating that way um, by continuing to replace healthier choices with less healthy choices, working towards that end goal of a healthy carb, healthy fat, healthy protein, and healthy vegetables on every plate four times a day. Again, check out Precision Nutrition. They've got some great information for you and some graphics that can help you to uh, really see this in, in action. And I want you guys to feel better. I want you to eat right. And I really want you to try it for it. Give yourself, you know, three months of working towards this a little bit at a time and feel better. I wanna hear about it. You can find me on Facebook at Nelson Management Strategies. You also can find me on Instagram at Lacey underscore Nelson. And uh, I would love to hear from you guys and answer any questions you have around this or see how it's working for you. So manage like a leader and eat for energy and fuel. Bye. Oh, one more thing, just kidding guys. The reason I said try it for three months isn't because I want you on another three month timeline. It's because I want you to not give up on it because you don't see the scale moving because you're only using a scale as, as your judge. The scale is one of multiple measures for if your nutrition is improving. Energy, sleep, how are you thinking? Do you have better mental clarity? Are your clothes that previously weren't looking too great, are they looking better? Body composition, meaning your amount of fat percentage in your body and your amount of muscle mass in your water, all of that can move around and shift by massive percentage changes and only be reflected on the scale by a few pounds or sometimes none. So keep that in mind. Don't be ruled by the scale. There's a lot of ways to establish if your nutrition is getting better. Pay attention to those other indicators and give them just as much, if not more, weight than the number on the scale. All right. Again, this is it for real this time. I hope you guys find it helpful. Manage like a leader and eat well.